1: and welcome to security and secure hosted by johnny seaford this is the celebrity mental health podcast where i say it's okay to not be okay and if you have the same mantra as me then before we get to today's guest please subscribe to security and secure while listening or watching and at the end of the episode leave a five-star rating and a review now let me take my, my guest today my guest today returns to Sir she launches her Christmas lunch on Sunday the 3rd of December 2023 in aid of Kids Can charity. She's our last OG of the Real Housewives of Cheshire, <laughs> where we've seen her go through every emotion possible over the past eight years. I'm delighted to welcome back to Coeur, it's Lauren Simon. Hello, Lauren.
2: Hello, how are you?
1: Oh, God. Well, to get you going on this, Jesus.
2: I know, it's been hard and that's why I look like Princess Leia from Star Wars because I can't get the computer to work without the headphones. Um, <laughs> either that or I'm getting ready for Christmas with my ear um, warmers. Yeah, but do you know ridiculous. what I find,
1: amazing anyway. Because you've been through so much and you've had to build up that discipline for yourself to go, right, I'm a strong, independent woman. And then it's little things like that that just kind of take you back and go, Why can't I work a phone? Why can't I work a computer when I've had to work on so many other things?
2: Okay, so I have a thing in my head that you have pink jobs and blue jobs. And a pink job for me, I'm really good at. I make great lemon drizzle cake. My house is perfect. Everything looks gorgeous. But I can't use a computer. Sorry. I can't change a light bulb. And neither do I want to. And I don't put the bins out. So, unfortunately, I still need a man in my life. So, even though I'm a strong, independent woman, I still need a man.
1: You know what I love about that is that if you split, separate it between blue and pink jobs, and I presume with stereotyping genders, I still don't know how to use a washing machine or an iron age 30. And so I see those as the pink jobs. And the blue jobs I can do with cooking, I can do.
2: Yeah. You know, well, you I feel nice to clean to come. Well, I do that really well. Um, I have at least three on speed dial. And my brother says something interesting to me. When you become famous, apparently, you have a driver on speed dial and a fortune teller. And I have both of those. <laughs> oh. And a handyman.
1: Oh my God, I had a fortune teller about two months ago. It's changed my life, hopefully. I need the number. I need hopefully, the number.
2: No, it was always going to go off tangent because I, we start talking about one thing and the next time we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, but this
1: is what people I hopefully want to hear was. We'll talk about Cheshire, we'll talk about your lunch, but more importantly, these are the notes that the tarot reader told me, and I've got them in my diary next to me always because, for example, she said to me, I'm going to be meeting my girlfriend in October and this could be a relationship, and we'll be meeting socially, and we had this on the 22nd of July, and we're nearly at October, so it has to come true, because she told me it would be coming true.
2: What I would say with the spirit world, um, I lost my father three years ago, and I've spoken to my dad more since he's been in heaven through mediums than I did when he was here, so I would say that timing isn't great with the spirit world what they tend to do is the reason that they can see the future and they can see the past is because they float in between because they're not it's energy they, we, we become energy so when they're going forward in time and seeing who you're meeting they might say october but it could be december because that then they don't have a watch they don't stick to time because there's no such thing because they're going between past present and future well, that
1: doesn't help me. I've been going, well, look, it's not working on Hinge at the moment, but it's okay because in October, I'm going to meet someone and I'm going, right, it's nearly October. Have I got enough social events that I'm going to be meeting new people at? And I've got one of Yeah, but moment. you know what?
2: Don't give, give yourself a break. You know, I, 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 I've been single now on and off for seven years since I got divorced and I put every dating app on it. I've deleted every dating app. I've then, you know, like some people play poker at night. Some people read a book. Some people go on Tinder and they play Snap. For me, I found it really soul destroying and Mm. I deleted all of the apps. I hate them. That's just me. Look, a lot of people find love through that. For me, I'm a big believer in if it's meant for you, it won't pass you by. So you'll walk into the person, you'll go to the restaurant and drop your bag and they'll be next to you. I think once you start opening up to, to, to these apps to so many people, I don't know whether you're meeting people that you would have ever really met in real life, I decided it wasn't for me.
1: Well, you're right. It becomes a corporate business. And the more apps that get developed, the fact they find more niches out there, the more they're just trying to make money off everyone. They're not doing it because they generally want you to actually find love.
2: I'm sure they do want us to find love, but everything revolves back to money making money. At the end of the day, the money talks. But what I would say, interesting, if we're going to talk down the, the love routes. I think that sometimes it's the people that are right in front of your face. You don't notice that are your friends that, that you've got things in common with, that you have similar backgrounds, that you have similar friendship circles. It's always easier. I mean, I'm addicted at the moment to your mum, my dad, which everyone's talking about the love Island for 40 to 60. I think they are actually the kids are picking their partners for their parents and I'm amazed at how many good-looking people have not been on dates for four or five years, and have gone to the use and have and have gone to this platform and really found look quite quite quickly. In my opinion, they're only in there for two weeks. I'm only halfway through and I am addicted, which is why I've got bags under my eyes because I've been staying up till one in the morning catching up on it. But and I don't watch a lot of TV, so as far as love is concerned and as far as fortune tellers, I like to read the end of the book. So I get where you're at you want to see the story but just relax and it will happen
1: it's interesting because your mum my dad kind of came through like you said like an older version of love island Davina McCall's big idea and the difference is, is that we haven't got the drama it's straight into actually these are people who are looking for love they're not looking for the drama they're not looking to be famous they generally actually want to come with love yeah. and from the heart and they come with their vulnerabilities on their shoulder and we've obviously seen you over the past eight years on the Royal Housewives of Cheshire we've seen every emotion you know we've seen you happy we've seen you at your best we've seen you at your worst would you do a show like that if they came around and said look we're going to do a celebrity version your daughter's going to be there as well would you do a celebrity version of your mum my dad
2: of course I would I love things like that I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with well firstly I'd like to say that Divinia has been incredible she really, I mean, she's a great lady, but on this particular, you've seen a really vulnerable side to her. You know, when one of the girlies started crying the mm. other day, she was hugging her. She was so sympathetic and so cute. Um, I i really think hats off to her. She smashed it. Secondly, I would definitely love to, love to do a celebrity version of that. I have actually just filmed with it's going to be released in i think it's january next year i did first dates with fred it was a great show to do so i'm a bit of yeah i i I like i like doing these kind of quirky shows that are just out the box as much as i love the real housewives it's a reality tv show it's not doesn't show it does show us our vulnerability it does show all different sides to us but these shows are so different i mean you don't see the cameras And that's the scary bit. You know, I went to the toilet and Fred came to talk to me, forgot there was a camera there. So it really, whereas when we're filming, you see the cameras. The the cameras are hidden. They're hidden in the houses. They're hidden in the restaurants. So you see the the vulnerable side of these people, which I like doing.
1: Let's talk about the vulnerability. Going on celebrity first dates is a big thing already, especially someone at your age who is not looking to be famous it's not like you're the love islanders who are going i'm going to go on a show to show to show to show to show and where am i next gonna be on the tv you have to generally think about you know if i'm going to go on this show what's it actually mentally going to do to me so why yeah. do you want to put yourself out there and trust the tv production team to go yeah you might actually find me the one now
2: Well, at that point when I actually did do the show, I was single um, and I'd been on a lot of dates with people that I'd chosen and it hadn't worked. So I thought, you know what, I've deleted all the apps um, and I'm going to see if I tell them what I'm looking for. And funnily enough, my daughter Gigi, they they spoke to her on the phone saying what's mummy's ideal love and she just happened to say Bradley Cooper where are you Bradley Gigi gave her idea of what she believes mummy's looking for then the tv cast went and looked for what I said (laughs) and you're gonna have to tune in to see what they gave me it was really really interesting I'm giggling still I had a great Great day. It's interesting how I said what I wanted, and Gigi told them what she thinks I need, and what they came back with was very different. So um, I've I've taken myself off the dating scene, and actually I'm just having fun because I found it a bit soul destroying. If I'm going to be honest, going on loads of dates, talking about myself, and I am a public figure, and I found that a lot of people already. They knew they, they they knew the answers about me before I said it. I, I just didn't really. It's just not for me dating. I don't like it.
1: Well, why did you choose to go on celebrity first dates then celebs go dating? When celebs go dating would give you that therapy to really strip that away and go okay well who is doing Lauren Simon away from the cameras you know we saw Vanessa Phelps in the past series going that's exactly why I
2: did that's exactly why I didn't choose to do it although Vanessa Phelps is a wonderful woman being stripped that bear on the camera I don't know that I'm that comfortable as much as I I am happy with myself, you know, the trauma of getting divorced, the trauma of, of being a single mother. You know, when I say trauma, it does affect us. Everything affects us mentally. You know, some people, you just getting out of bed in the morning can affect your work situations, you know, life is tough. And when things are thrown at you, you have to dig deep to get where you need to be. Um, But for me to go on a show where I'm literally showing all my vulnerability, wasn't really where I was at. Having said that, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it in the future, but at that point, I wanted to do a fun one. And first dates is fun. You know, it's all about going, it was, we went, it was filmed in Bath, which was amazing. It was fun, Fred's fun. It's not too deep and meaningful. It's a really fun show. Um, and and the other people were all in the, in the room having dinner. I met some really cool people. To me, it was a fun one. I would like to do, I mean, if I was going on my bucket list, I'd love to do a Celebrity Big Brother where I actually am in a room and the camera's around and you'll see my vulnerable side, but I'm not great with therapy and I'm not great at being told how I should think and changing my paths and my patterns. I don't like being told what to do. So for me to be on a dating show like Celebs Go Dating, they literally are listening to Anna who's fabulous, and and and, get, and you're digging deep down into your situation of why you are the person you are. I already know why I'm the person I am and I don't really listen. So I don't know whether it would have been a bit conflicting for me at that time.
1: It's interesting because if you put those two together, like you said, the therapy side is always looking at the past and the spirit medium is always looking at the future. And then you've got yeah. the present. So where do you sit in the present then? Because I suppose the question is, are you more leaning towards the future and always moving forward but then how do you always move forward if you've not learned the mistakes that you've done in the past
2: well interestingly enough if you don't learn the mistakes that you've made in the past you're going to get them repeated to you anyway that's just that's how life works so if you look at the mistakes i've made with with money with relationships and until i actually have learned that lesson I'm going to get it sent to me again, so that that's my belief. The past we can't change; it's happened. Have we made some of the some of the decisions? Were they correct at the time? They were at the time. Looking back, do I regret certain things? Yeah, of course I do. And with the, that regret comes belief of the fact that I am growing as a person to change i read a lot of self-help books i'm very much there's a lady called gabrielle bernstein um, and she's from uh, america i don't know whether you've read she has the universe has your back judgment junkie i've just read the latest one and she sends you you can download the app and it's called gabby not you know I, i i pay for it i'm not Giving her a promo, and every day I get a manifestation that I did listen to. And like today, I'm going to be happy and how to breathe. So I've worked on myself. There's always work to be done, but the past I can't change. And I don't know what the future holds. That's why I listen to mediums, which is fortune tellers. We're only in charge of this second of now. So I tend to live in the moment, which is why I'm a bit crazy because you don't know what's going to happen. My advice to my children is actions have consequences, but have courage and be kind. Live for the moment, have fun every minute of every day, which sounds really immature, but I do try it
1: it's so important that you do do that and you stay in the moment because it's very easy to be dragged especially when you're in the public eye to be dragged into different situations from the past because we know there are paper cuttings or you know you've got eight years of real house or cheshire that there are clips that can be resurfaced again and then you're going well i've learned from those experiences i've learned from those mistakes this is who i am now judge me on this version of me and not that version of me
2: i was reading an article now don't think that I'm saying I'm that famous, but I'm definitely in you the public are. eye. I've been on TV for nine years now, and it was saying that the very famous people up there, like the Brad Pitts, the Bradley Coopers, the Jennifer Anistons, you know, these people, they don't read any of it. They don't. They they don't read the negative comments on their social media. They don't read the papers. They watch Netflix. They watch movies, but they don't actually read it. They don't invest in it. And interestingly enough. I don't. I don't read the comments. The girlies know that from the show. Um, I don't get wrapped up in social media. I use it as a platform. I like to see what everyone's doing. I'm a bit of a nosy neighbor. And obviously I have a platform that people follow me, which I love. If you use it as a platform to enjoy, as a positive platform, and, and you know, lots of people have made serious amounts of money, especially since lockdown, you know, people lost their jobs, their homes, their incomes, and they we're bright enough to, to go on a platform and create memes, which I haven't got a clue. I know there's quite a few of me floating around. For me, I've launched a home range, which is um, Candles, Diffusers, Home Scents, and Lauren Stone Home Collection, that is the plug. And you know we've put that on, it's on my social media. I've got my own website. It's on TikTok, um, it's on the TikTok shop. And actually, for me, that's been really successful as an income, you know. If you're using social media in a positive way, it's great. For these trolls and people who've got nothing better to say than negative things, then honestly, do one. Why would you waste your time? I've seen like one person the other day said something really negative about me. Don't forget who you are. You're a hairdresser from Bolton who hates Bolton. And I actually thought to myself, what a stupid, stupid comment. I'm really proud of my background. Yes, I was a hairdresser, but what she forgot to mention was it was my salons, 10 of them actually. And yes, I did cut hair and I'm very proud of everything I've done. So I think to myself, you know what? You're the person with the insecurity. So I would say to kids, especially you get upset with this, they're the people with the insecurity who are catfishing themselves, who don't even look real. And then telling me that I've put on weight. Yeah, I know I've put on weight. I know I've lost weight. I get quite passionate about negative comments, especially unkind ones to young people.
1: Because you've only been in the industry for the past 10 years and you're at an age now, and you're at an age then that you weren't seeking that validation. Like the Love Island stars, for example, who are obsessed with seeing every single comment, you already had a lot of love for yourself already that you didn't need the validation from people. And with trolls as well, the trolls want validation as well. As much as the people who are celebrating themselves and their own body positivity, the trolls are going. I want to feel validated because I don't feel safe in myself. And I also want as many likes as the people who are posting on the picture to get the likes. So everyone is insecure in that world. And yet you had that security before you got into TV. If you had done this when you were 16, you wouldn't have had that mentality.
2: Well, we were just discussing this the other day, funny enough, because the kids are going off to university, my daughter, and they can't get their head around that when we were 18, we had no mobile phones. And they can't understand how we were on time to meet. You had to meet, if you were meeting your friends, you had to be there because you couldn't contact them. I'd go out, and I Couldn't my mum couldn't get hold of me, which was great. So the only way I could ring anybody was with a call box, you know, red box, put yeah. 10 bees in. So it's so, uh, you know, it, it's so removed from the world we live in now that I don't think we have the insecurity, you know, they had no social media. So there was nobody that even like, for example, when you're getting dressed or you're on holiday, you take, you, have, you had a camera and I'd get all the pictures developed. I mean, you won't remember this. I used to get all the pictures developed. And there be able, someone's head sort of like a spider on the floor. There wouldn't be one decent picture in a in a role of maybe 50. Whereas now, you do your picture on the phone, you've changed your eyes, you've changed your nose, you've changed the shape of your face, you've changed your head, you've changed everything. You're not even you. So it's the world we live in, and I, I, I can I can't give other people confidence. I can't say, oh, you know, ignore it because you can't ignore that. You, you know, we all want to look like Kim Kardashian, myself included. But does Kim Kardashian really look like Kim Kardashian? Because if you look at a lot of these the the, the celebrities with no makeup on, they look bloody awful. So we can't change the younger generation because that's how they're brought up. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to be confident and to have had the confidence before I got into television, but I'm still not going to be so... You know, like sometimes I look at myself and I think, oh, that looked a bit scary today. It was just human nature. We are humans at the end of the day. We're not robots yet.
1: Well, it's all to do with technology. I remember when I was going clubbing at university about 12 years ago, you would still take a camera... And you'd have the little screen on it to see, you know, what you're taking a picture of. But you would upload onto Facebook afterwards 200 photos. You wouldn't even care what the photos are. Whereas obviously you're right now, you go through each one and you go take it again. And, you know, if you're a girl, you're taking it at about 100 different angles and, you know, all that stuff. Because you're looking for that validation from everyone online to go, oh, look, here's my new picture. Here's 2000 likes. Whereas before it was going, here's me in the moment, enjoying this experience that I'm in. And I just want to put it out there so I can tag people and, you know, welcome to my world. And I think that's the difference of, we don't really know what our world is.
2: This is the world we live in and, and this is where we're at and you can either accept it or rebel. So in my opinion, if I was going to say to somebody, are you going to be a troll or are you going to be the person that likes things and thinks that things are nice and good? Whatever you put into life will come and get you. So for me, think positive, be kind and kind and nice things will happen to you. If you are a troll and you are nasty and bitter and evil inside, that is what is going to come for you.
1: Well, that's your message to the trolls. That also is the way you live your life. And then you come to a show like The Real Housewives of Cheshire, which arguably, from The Real Housewives franchise, that's what you say about the trolls, but also that's the way you try and live your life. However, if you look at The Real Housewives of Cheshire and The Real Housewives brand across the world and the reality TV world, The Real Housewives brand Is probably the most toxic brand to be part of because the (laughs) arguments are horrific. And yet you're coming through going, I'm going to be all peaceful and nice to everyone. Tanya obviously set up many years ago in that first couple of series, her own little well-being shop of like, you know, everything's all calm there. And yet you go to these dinner parties and the arguments are just horrific. So how do you walk through and go, look, I'm trying to be the authentic me who's trying to be mentally sane. And you'll just bore me.
2: Well, it's an interesting one because I've always, if I argue with someone, I argue for real. It's not like I put it on and then go, "All oh, well, right, let's go for a drink after." I really mean it. And if you've watched over the last, you know, f- few series, there has been situations that I've been really hurt about, really upset, and I have opened my mouth and I don't get over it easily. So I try very hard to not fall out and not to be mean and opinionated unless I mean it because. I'm horrible and I say horrible things and I don't forgive and I don't forget. Or I might forgive you, but I'll never forget. And it takes me a long time to build the trust back up. We are making TV. Let's be honest. We're making a drama. In real life, yes, it does happen. You will have a conversation then someone will have another conversation. But you haven't got the input of a whole camera crew. You haven't got producers and directors and yeah, it is toxic, but fundamentally we are like sisters. So we argue, we make up, but we do break. We break up, but we do make up. It is a bit of a yin yangy one. Do I agree with the the, the arguments? Some of them are a little bit trivial, but you've got between eight and nine women who are all feisty characters with an opinion. So look, it's a bestseller. So. I can't change what people like to watch. However, watching My Mum, Your Dad, when everyone was really looking for love, not fighting, being really kind to each other, the kids were so gorgeous and amazing and incredible on it. It was quite refreshing to watch that. But I'm not going to knock myself my show because I really do think it's fantastic. I think that the each, each season gets better in fairness. It's very polished. Cheshire is a great place to live. Yeah, we fight, but we have a lot of fun. And... If you were to watch me on my Insta the other day, I went for lunch with Rach, Seema, Hannah was invited, but she didn't come, and Nicole had the best laugh. The cameras weren't there. We actually really are like sisters. We're really close. But, yeah, when the cameras roll, the claws come out. But you know it's one of
1: my favourite shows. So season 17 is on the way. When are we going to see it? Because normally you get a new series around October time and obviously Natasha Hamilton's just had her baby.
2: We've just filmed Pride, Gay Pride in Manchester and that will be out, I think, the end of October, November. So that's just a mini-series, which... Was fantastic. It was great fun. You've got lots of the old cast in. and um, you've also got obviously Nick and Royston, who are just brilliant. They look brilliant. We filmed for five days. I think you've got two or three episodes, um, Christmas special, which will be amazing. I'm really excited for you to watch. And then I'm then on first dates. I think it's January time that, that comes out. And then we go back to filming The Real Housewives of Cheshire series 17 and can you believe it's series 17 wow in January so that won't be out on your screens till probably March March April
1: final question for you Lauren let's talk all about the Christmas charity lunch you're doing on Sunday the 3rd of December it's with the Lauren Stone collection and also kidscan.org.uk yeah. tell me all about Aww. what you're doing for it
2: so, there's a charity in Cheshire and it's kids with cancer. They don't have a lot of um, people giving money. Um, I have met the lady personally and um, we're sending toys for the day. And I just thought it'd be really nice to do a very small lunch in a restaurant near here called Gup Shop. It's a really lovely, um, this beautiful restaurant. And I've got two amazing singers. I've got my body double, Chi Chi, who is the drag queen. We've got Lauren Stone Collection are sponsoring it, which is my home range. And we're giving a percentage to the charity of all sales that day. We've sold out. We sold out in two weeks. So we've actually gone over numbers. I only had 80 tickets. I've actually sold 90. So it's completely sold out, which I was a bit, I was really nervous about doing it because I thought, oh my gosh, quite a lot of, it was expensive and did Anyway, we've sold out in two weeks. We've got Darren Proctor, who I'm on, I'm on Happy Radio, three to four every day with. He's hosting it. We've got lots of different, got auctions. We've got lots of um, artwork being auctioned. We've got diamonds that people have given. You know, I'm hoping to make a nice sum of money for this charity and have a gorgeous fun day to start Christmas. But if you did want a ticket, you can't
0: because they're gone. (laughs)
1: more information on Lauren's Christmas lunch visit laurenstonecollection.com and if you love the real housewives of Cheshire like I do in the Security and Insecure library there are past episodes with Dawn Ward, Timo Tanya Barsley and Hannah Kinsella. I love the show and I can't wait for it to come back on ITVB very very soon and if you love Security and Insecure and you really want to help support me and keep spelling the word it's okay to not be okay if you're watching on YouTube, give a thumbs up rating, leave a comment and click the subscribe button so that you know every single time there's a new episode of Secure and Insecure out. I try and put out two a week for you so that we can keep having these conversations. It's okay to not be okay. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, click the follow button, leave that five-star rating and leave a review. Let's keep spreading the word. It's okay to not be okay. On social media, on TikTok, at Seaford 92 On Instagram, at johnnyseefit and at Secure and Insecure Podcast. And on Twitter, at johnnyseefit is where you can find me come and slide into my dms tell me you've listened to the episode tell me you've enjoyed it i love hearing back from you and i love hearing how you feel validated because we're having the conversations that no one else is having and you feel part of this security and secure family and community thank you so much for listening i'm johnny cfa until next time thank you and goodbye